Hi, everybody. Welcome back to the Freaking Awesome Podcast, and we have another great guest for you today. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to episode five. And uh, today we have our special guest is Robert Franzizi. Uh, hi, Robert. Hey, how's it going there, guys? Uh, I'm otherwise known as the, uh, the real-life Peter Griffin. But, uh, it's, it's lovely to be on the show. Oh, we're <laughs> super, super excited to have you on. Um, we, uh, of course, um, you know, wanted to reach out to you. Uh, we're big, big fans of uh, the work you do. Uh, really happy that you do it. Um, we, uh, we're going to jump into our regular segment of the show. And uh, please uh, jump in with us uh, whenever you'd like, okay? Where's the big bird? <laughs> All righty. Do you want me to start with the news? Yeah, get on with the news there. All righty. Jumping in. So, uh, this one is a little disturbing, but uh, we'll, we'll roll with it. We, we have some morbid stuff from yeah, time yeah, to time. Yeah, we do. We do. So, uh, a Florida teen allegedly attacks her grandparents after being told she's eaten too many tomatoes. The fuck? <laughs> Yeah, good start, right? Right, okay. <laughs> All right, so <laughs> d- diving I mean, in. I mean, it's Florida teen, so I <laughs> So according to the uh, Nassau County Sheriff's Office, 19-year-old Katie Jade Gates was with her family, and she became enraged after her grandmother complained that uh, she, she wanted more than her fair share uh, of tomatoes at the dinner table. So... <laughs> After this girl was denied her tomatoes, uh, apparently she became super disrespectful to her grandparents. And in the police report, it reads that uh, she threw a bottle of water at her grandfather but missed. And uh, (laughs) and then the 19-year-old then launched a pack of cigarettes, which hit her grandmother square in the face. So we're we're, we're already off to a great start. It's definitely a comical start already. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, grandfather slipped in the water. <laughs> so oh, no, he slipped on the water. <laughs> no, 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 no. no, no. Tony, Tony's ad libbing. Yeah. <laughs> sorry, sorry. <laughs> so, oh no, that would be perfect. God, <laughs> so, we need to film this now, <laughs> right? Oh yeah, this will just a laugh track of that so whoop 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 sound. Eating a vegetable. Yeah. <laughs> Made for TV movie. Yeah. I, just, um. So apparently she then grabbed a knife and started chasing the grandfather around yelling, motherfucker, I will stab you in the face. Oh, so, my God. Yes. That, that really escalated quick. It just, yeah. I, I, hope, she I, hope, I hope she didn't catch up. You know? <laughs> <laughs> oh, bum. Beauty, beauty. Very quick. She was char- so, <laughs> this is already starting off great. <laughs> so the police showed up on time before anyone was hurt, luckily. And she was charged with aggravated assault with a deadly weapon and aggravated battery on a victim over age 65. And uh, she, I guess, she was in jail. She was released on an $18,000 bond. So I'd love to know who actually decided to All pay for that. some tomatoes. I yeah. just, I have to ask. I mean, do you guys love any vegetable that much or fruit? Not worth stabbing someone in the face. I kill a small family for broccoli. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> oh my god, that's crazy. Yeah, what's in Nachos del Grande? Oh, Nachos del Grande. Yeah, uh, there's some tomatoes in there, so there, there might be a fight. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I think it'd be more for the avocado, but yeah. those, that shit's expensive. Oh. <laughs> yeah, they oh. always charge extra for that. It tastes like wet grass. I, I don't understand. <laughs> it's so true. It's true. It's so true. <laughs> All right, uh, so I'm going to jump into my uh, news. Um, the title of this news was a Florida woman. Uh, what is this? Florida. Florida the news. Florida's you. going shit. Yeah, they're shit. going crazy. Florida man is the worst superhero ever. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Where superheroes go to retire. <laughs> so, a, <laughs> so a Florida woman escapes a 600-pound camel in Louisiana. By biting its testicles. <laughs> wait, 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 wait. <laughs> How many things did she try working up to this? <laughs> so let me get into the story. It'll make a little more sense as it goes. So, so after her dog got caught and got into the camel's pen at the Louisiana truck stop petting zoo, 
the Florida woman was forced to bite the testicles of a 600-pound animal after it decided to sit on her. Oh uh, yeah, so apparently they, 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 the people said that the, the camel had never been aggressive or anything, but, you know, they, uh, uh, apparently the, the couple had allegedly shoved and swatted it with a hat. Um, trying to get it away from their dog, that the that the the camel decided to retaliate by sitting on them uh, or on is the this, woman. Is this is this Campbell the new Harambe now? <laughs> <laughs> Testicles out. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I could go with that. Uh, well, in, in all fairness, it was a Wednesday. He thought it was Hump Day. You know? <laughs> <laughs> he was confused. That's right. Uh, so she basically freed herself by biting the dromedary's testicles or D-nuts, if you will. That's wrong. That's wrong. <laughs> All I could picture was this woman lying on the ground of the, with a 600-pound camel on him and its sack flopped on her face so she had nothing else to do but to bite at its nuts. Oh, fuck, man. That's well, the first thing I'd do. She could, <laughs> in all fairness, she could have bit the camel's toe as well. But she... <laughs> 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 oh. she went with what was familiar. Oh, it's true. (laughs) All right. Oh my goodness. All right. All right. Back to you, Matt. All right. So this is more of a topic for discussion. So um, we kind of—I've talked about this off the show actually a few with a few people. But uh, so I guess the big storm area fifty-one event finally (laughs) went down. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So. Oh man. I guess so. Apparently, at the last minute, everyone backed out, like all the event planners and everything like that. Of course. So I was digging a little bit in to find out. Okay, well, how, you know, how did this thing go? So it, I apparently they were expecting thirty k. They had <laughs> reservations booked at all the major. Well, I should I say major hotels, but they're it's not <laughs> how a very major big hotels place. Yeah, 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 area yeah, fifty one. Yeah. When I say major <laughs> hotel, it's a hotel that holds six people. Okay. So, yeah. <laughs> oh so my God. and. Uh, so they end up at a thirty thousand. They had three thousand people show up. Oh wow! And uh, and they basically just kind of hung out and partied. They shut down all the. Uh, they, they said that um, basically they were gonna all the organizers that were advertising that they would um, put on something pulled out because of lack of infrastructure, no planning, and uh, it was just I guess too much risk management. A big mistake. <laughs> 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 Nobody want to get shot with rubber bullets. Uh, you know Although what? I, I, I do have to give a shout out to that one dude that Naruto ran across in the fucking live news feed. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. that dude is a true hero. <laughs> so I, I saw that, and I was I was gonna say it was it was so funny because uh, if you there's a couple of videos out there from some of the. Um, well, I'm, I'm going to say that the majority of the people that showed up were just a bunch of potheads. <laughs> it was yeah. a bunch of stoners <laughs> yeah. sitting on the That's field. My <laughs> I've been seeing aliens for years, yeah. man. They're like, like dude, yeah. like, oh, dude, you, you're going to do it. And, they're the, and then you see the back guy, the Naruto runners ro- warming up. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> he yeah. He's doing his stretches. <laughs> and he's bent That's over. Gotta and, be like, and this is going to go down in history. We're going to talk about this. That's right. September 20th, <laughs> the day they clapped them alien cheeks. <laughs> yeah, I just, so I, apparently there was only there was only one arrest, and it was a guy who peed on the gate. Um, oh, no. Yeah, yeah, yeah. and um, I, I saw some of the footage where the one guy was, um, he keeps walking up to touch the gate, and he's like trying to rub his ass on it, and uh, the, oh. there's there's literally like two security guards for all of these people standing there like, yeah, this is not going to happen. Yeah. So they're just kind of leaning there, standing there with their arms crossed. And, and the one guy's like, don't do it, man. Don't do it. And he goes, what happens if he does? And he's like, you could be arrested. And, and they're like, yeah, but like, like you can go to jail. Yeah, you can go to jail. For how long? For a year. And the guy who's going to put his ass on the gate stiffens immediately. <laughs> like, and he goes, a year. <laughs> but, oh, no. but cheeks have never been clutched so fast. <laughs> right? Get this. That's a federal offense. So you go to federal prison for that shit. Yeah. It's not like it's, not like it's regular. <laughs> no. Yeah, yeah. Not fun Wesley Snipes prison. No, no. It's not like you get to walk into a room and it's like illuminate. Yeah. <laughs> you are entering your prison cell. 
Uh, excuse me, there's three seashells here. <laughs> <laughs> he doesn't know what the shell's for. <laughs> oh, man. All right, all right, okay. On to you, buddy. So um, this little uh, gem, I, I couldn't help this one because, uh, as uh, some of you know, that I'm a, a very big craft beer fan. Um, but this was a, a black bear. Uh, black bear drinks too much beer and passes out on the lawn. Uh, yeah, it just sounds like a Tuesday to me. <laughs> <laughs> so um, a black bear basically guzzled 36 cans of Rainier beer and passed out in a campground in Washington. And, incredible. Yeah, so basically people walked out of their tents to find this drunk bear passed out. Uh, and uh, they called in, like, the Wildlife Commission or something like that. And upon the investigation, they, they found that the, beer, the bear had lifted up uh, the cooler lids and pulled the beers out. But the best <laughs> part of it was after he drank the 36 cans, they noticed that... Not a single can of bush beer was touched. <laughs> well, that's because bears pee in bushes, right? <laughs> and 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 all that all it made me think of was that movie Wild Hogs, where he's like, "It's because bears don't eat shit." <laughs> so true, man. <laughs> if it was Canadian beer, he would have been tuned after eight. Yeah. <laughs> oh no, Yogi, not push. <laughs> oh, okay, what that's do you got? good, man. Uh, my last news item. Um, so this one's kind of fun. So. <laughs> <laughs> I just read the headline. <laughs> this is, yeah, this is this is from uh, this is from from our friends down under in uh, in Australia. So, <laughs> uh, firefighters dodge projectiles. The, the, I have to read the uh, the the article stamp because it's funny. So, firefighters dodge projectiles after massive semen explosion at bull insemination plant. <laughs> oh, <laughs> it's, we're already off to a great start. Oh man! All right, so. The, the the article reads that ten firefighting crews um, started battling a massive blaze at uh, in Gippsland, Victoria, Australia, on Tuesday morning. So this would be last Tuesday. So upon arrival, authorities found out that the fire had basically completely destroyed the building, and um, they they were warning people of flying projectiles. And um, so the firefighters had to be apparently on caution because that's not a common thing to happen. But what they didn't realize until after was that the projectiles were, were – they were stimulated cylinders of bull semen that had <laughs> hyperheated oh and started exploding and expanding. <laughs> so there was literally – Literally, so there was literal bull cocky. <laughs> so, you know what? When I when I was seeing like the, it causing them to rapidly grow, I was like, the, the cylinders or the cum? Or the, or the cum. <laughs> like, massive swimmers coming at you. God. Did they try to film it and put it on Pornhub? <laughs> <laughs> Imagine it gets the most hits. <laughs> Dude, dude, that's actually it's funny that you say that because I was uh, reading the statistics. Because uh, he was on Pornhub. No, no, no. I, I don't know what you're talking about. What? Uh, no. Apparently, was, I was, it, was, was it a black background with an orange logo? <laughs> <laughs> no. <laughs> what? <laughs> Apparently, um, there's like this huge niche. So remember how I mentioned. And our last episode, like Borderlands Three, finally dropped. Yeah. So apparently, there's like this huge following, and people. There's been like over 150 thousand pings on Pornhub for like Borderlands themed porn. Oh wow. my god! Wow. I, Looks I like was... everybody's trying to get into the vault. <laughs> 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 you know, I was I was surprised when uh, there was a huge uh, following of Warcraft porn. Yeah, I yeah, can see that. Yeah, I was just yeah. Like, those oh. those drain eye bitches are fried. <laughs> <laughs> Ooh, show me your hooves. <laughs> oh yeah. Well, man, you 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 hit the cosplay scene, man. You must see tons of awesome cosplay from from you know Borderlands, like Mad Moxie and and Warcraft. Oh yeah, no, I've seen a million of them. In fact, um, I think one 
Comic-Con I went to when I saw Jessica Negri over there. Oh, I've seen her that's a gift. Nice. Yeah. Which I know she does one of those costumes mm-hmm. yeah, she's... of Mad Moxie, and she does a pretty good job. But... I think that girl does a good job in everything she does. She's... Have you seen her, Tony, before? Yeah, yeah. She's gorgeous. Yeah. The, uh, yeah, she's cool peeps. Yeah. yeah. Did you, um, did either of you see the, um, someone had posted a, a clip somewhere of uh, a guy who did a, uh, a new Borderlands costume, but he literally looks like he's cell shaded. Oh, what? oh, wow. Yeah, cell shaded and LEDs. It is the That's weirdest insane. looking thing, him walking around. It's like someone drew in a cell shaded character walking through the halls and people turning and looking at him. It's crazy. People never cease to amaze me with what they can do with costumes. And stuff. Yeah, I know. I'm, I, you know, I, I, I dabbled a little in there. People, people <laughs> call me a cosplayer, but I just put on green pants and a white shirt. Yeah, <laughs> it's great. If, like, you don't get overly hot walking around with a bunch of crap on you. Well, right? that's it. You know, that's, that's the only reason that this costume has worked for so long is it's comfortable. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's awesome. That's awesome. You know what? I think I'm going to just put on a robe from now on, and Sam from Fairless Bueller's Day Off. Yeah. That's it, you know. I'm yeah. the dude. Yeah, I'm the, the dude. dude. Yeah. <laughs> Walk around with a white Russian in your hand. <laughs> I like where this is going, you know. I, I could do that. In fact, I think I might start showing up to work like that. Let me, let me know how long that goes for. Yeah. Dress for the job you want. That's right. <laughs> that would be the best interview ever. Right? Yeah. Um, okay, that's uh, that's really funny, actually. Um you, uh, do you want to jump on to, to tech news? And then yeah, yeah, we'll okay. go news, uh, tech and entertainment. So, cool. um, I'll start to, yeah, I'll do, I'll do one. You do one. So, okay. um, I'm happy about this one cause I've been waiting for this for a while, but mm. Naughty Dog finally confirmed Last of Us 2, uh, release date for February 21st, 2020. I'm super excited for that. I'm super excited. I, I think Last of Us was, was by far one of the most fantastic games ever. Yeah, and way ahead of its time as far as graphics and storytelling, I find. Yeah. Because um, it's been out for a while now for the PS4. Yeah. Yeah, The and, Last of Us was an excellent game. I yeah. love that game. It was, it was, uh, had some fantastic form of crafting in that. And, uh, Joel's just, the man. Yeah. Yeah. It's true. And, and overall, I like this, uh, the, that concept of the kind of plant based zombie like people. Yeah. 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 Spores. I knew it. Yeah, in the, the end, it was going to be spores. I hate those fucking things. They're like a pain in the ass because you got to sneak everywhere. I'm I'm the type of gamer that likes to just run into things and kill them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> just runs it. No, I'm the, oh, man. Okay. I'm the same way. Like I, I like stealthy games. I just find that they get too repetitive. Like Assassin's Creed. Um, you played one, you play them all. Yeah. But like, yeah, right. I, how many times have we had to climb this building and then jump off the way? <laughs> exactly. Jesus right. Yeah. I, I've I done like, it seven times in the city already. <laughs> I like how they put like a camera mode on so you can take pictures. Like, fuck, I'm going to go back and look at those pictures. Like, <laughs> hey, everybody, you know, like you go into the, like people put those vacation slides and you just start posting up Assassin's Creed's photo of great views you've seen. <laughs> <laughs> just, yeah. Enough for nothing. It's like... They got rid of, like, and only in Assassin's Creed 2 they have, like, my favorite feature from the entire saga, was, which was when, when Ezio would kill people, and he would say some cool shit in Italian, where yeah. he would, like, stab them in the neck and be like, Que la morte non sia crudele. And it's like, yeah. 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 That and was actually just, pretty like, awesome. Yeah. They don't do it in every game. They just, like, they ruin the whole experience. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I'm wondering, like, if eventually then he's not even going to kill them anymore. And just things are getting less violent. It'll be like, oh, he's just right? sleep- yeah. he's just yeah. sleeping. He- We're just mildly arguing in a Starbucks now. <laughs> he just high, <laughs> yeah, just high exactly. fives them now. <laughs> <laughs> Damn you, Templars! You spelled my name wrong on my cup. Ezio <laughs> <laughs> has two E's. Yeah. <laughs> we uh, we actually do that on purpose, sir. That that starts conversations. Fuck you. <laughs> yeah. Fuck you. Yeah. Don't tell me I can't pee in your bathroom if I didn't pay. Okay. Uh, so this one, uh, it was a little, little, little odd of that, but I've heard it from so many different sources now. And, um, and then I was actually on uh, the news and I'd seen someone had actually posted a petition. So apparently there's um, going to be a reboot of Home Alone. And uh, someone created this kind of like really, really? funny. Yeah, the, the, apparently they're gonna they're gonna start it again. Um, but uh, they right. someone had come up with this fantastic idea to <laughs> petition to have Macaulay Culkin play his original character now at thirty eight, but none of the family actually acknowledge <laughs> his age change. Oh my god! 
That would be fantastic. I'm like, I would totally watch that in a heartbeat. <laughs> Home Alone 3, Lost in Alcoholism. Right? <laughs> <laughs> Just Macaulay Culkin walking around drinking a bottle of wine and smoking. The movie's for him now. <laughs> yeah. Oh, jeez. I like I, it. I, I could only imagine if they got uh, Joe Pesci in that sucker again. Oh, my God, man. <laughs> Just old could as you fuck. imagine? <laughs> Two probably... old guys. <laughs> Right. <laughs> he does he does the first haul. He's like, God damn it, Marv, I broke my hip. <laughs> no, for real. I am yeah, broken. Cut. He goes to visit them in, in, in the uh in the retirement home and they just start screaming. <laughs> his 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 version of traps are just switching out their pudding with jello. <laughs> <laughs> or laxatives. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, no, he... He swaps them out with like like Jello shots instead. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh my god. Oh man, I, right. I would watch that movie. Yeah, yeah me too. Yeah, actually, me too. <laughs> yeah. So I'll probably put my name on that petition. Yeah, let's sign. There you it go. Tonight. Yeah. Let's yeah. Do it. <laughs> um, my next one. So this one excites me. So Alexa in the upgrade later on this year is getting Samuel L. Jackson voice. I heard about this. This is That's hilarious. Incredible. You know what? If I didn't have kids at home, I would totally be like, uh, Alexa, uh, what do I need in my groceries? You need milk, motherfucker. <laughs> I want to. I want to hook it up to like my my uh, my Apple Pay or something, so that every time I spend money, my phone just is like motherfucker. Samuel Jackson screaming at you every time you yeah. spend money. God oh. damn! <laughs> Fuck, man! If I yeah. wanted to stop spending money by using Amazon, I just have it announce my balance every day. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> but he, but he gives he di- he gives you different kind of motherfuckers based on what you spend. Yeah. Like, like, like if, if you go to Burger King, it's like motherfucker. <laughs> but if you go to the strip club, he's like motherfucker. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. That's right. <laughs> oh man, that white be- uses the credit card. Oh hell. Hell no, motherfucker. (laughs) So I was interested in how they're doing this um, because they've had some – I've seen a few things. Uh, I believe it was Google that was doing something where there was some pre-recorded phrases or something like that. Maybe maybe it was Amazon back in the day. But Mm. anyways, um, so what they would have is they would have the artist um, do pre-recorded phases and then certain things you would ask, you know, if if it triggered that phase or phrase, it would come out. Right. Okay. So uh, in this one, I guess they're far enough now along in artificial intelligence that they were able to create a a, a voice um, that can say anything. And it sounds exactly like him. That's fantastic. So so they probably didn't actually get I wonder what the implications that. are going to be like that from, from like now on. Right. Oh, like yeah. Evidence and stuff. <laughs> Because well, if, if they're able to make you say anything they want, <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's the thing, right? I mean, Sam Jackson puts his name on pretty much anything, anyways. Did you rob that bank? It's me, Help. the president. Robert doesn't have to pay his bills this week. <laughs> I'm all about it. <laughs> Go on. <laughs> Why are we not funding this? <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's awesome. Uh, I think you had one more, right? Yeah, yep. yeah. I just wanted to talk a little bit about, so I guess um, it's semi-official that uh, that that Goldblum, Neil, and uh, Laura Dern are coming back for Jurassic World 3. Oh, they ran out of money, did they? Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Brought them straight out of retirement. Yeah, that's so, crazy. Um, well, the tutors ended, so uh, Sam Neil had nothing going on, so. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. He, yeah, that. Uh... He, he probably called them. Yeah, I don't know. I, I mean, I might. He's like, can you make more dinosaurs so I have more shit to run away from? <laughs> because I have something going on. Uh, oh, are they going to? Um, are they going to bring in? Uh, what's his name as well? Yeah, uh, yeah. So it's gonna Chris be like Pratt. A, yeah, they're gonna have a. But I, I was gonna say Chris Pike, but yeah, Chris Pratt. Did he? Uh, they're gonna um, do like a, a crossover where they come across like Sam Neill's decrepit corpse where he's been hiding from a, a dinosaur the whole time <laughs> yeah I, I don't know i didn't i didn't get to see like key plot points uh yeah. from what i was reading but apparently it's the new cast spliced with the old cast and this is they're planning on this being the last one nothing could go wrong so, dude what more can i they really do wish they it? would go with that one fan theory where chris pratt is that kid that he scares in the beginning yes. of the movie with the raptor claw 
Yeah, I want that to be real. Yeah, that would yeah. be fantastic. I actually heard about that too, and that that would have been an awesome, an awesome kind of homage to the originals. Yeah, so that incredible. would be amazing. Yeah, perfect. Yeah, that's all I got for um, news, man. All right, so uh, do we want to? Uh, do we want to talk? A uh, uh, you know what we we didn't do last week's episode. Uh, we didn't do the you had one job. Yeah. Uh, so I'm gonna I'm gonna briefly discuss the uh, you had one job, uh, and I will post the picture up for everybody to see. Um, this is so uh, for a time I was a, a graphic designer, and um, I, I really do believe that um, everything you convey in a logo is very very important. So you got to be very careful about spacing and typography and everything. Uh, this was uh, in um, Arlington, uh, Virginia, a Arlington Pediatric Center. Uh, had basically gotten a little bit of a hot water because of their logo. Now, they did some fantastic work, and they did a lot of um, uh, work for underprivileged children and stuff that they were trying to help out. Um, but the the logo itself uh, definitely, they were trying to do this kind of swooshing thing that had a, a child and a and what looked like an adult with the, the text down the side. But the logo looks like the child's getting... <laughs> It looks like, yeah, that's that's not right. It it looks like the the adult is basically pushing the child's head on his crotch. Oh, <laughs> oh no! Yeah, how, how how did that make it through? I, I, right, like, someone's got to prove these things, right? Yeah. So as long as the the door chime wasn't every time someone walked in. Yeah, so uh, I'll post that up on our on our site or over on uh, on our Instagram account so people can uh, check that out. Brought to you by Herbert the Pervert. <laughs> <laughs> and you know, like probably like ten people had to approve that at some point. Yeah, and and this is what I mean. A lot of people just think uh, either they they get so tired of looking at the options or they focus on the topography they don't actually pay attention to positioning, and it's it's horrible. Yeah, <laughs> if you look closely, it's just made on Epstein Island. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so so we're we're kind of uh, over to our Robert section. So you um, have uh, obviously made uh, quite a uh, a good uh, living uh, as uh, the, the the persona of Peter Griffin. Not even. I, I mean, I've I've uh, I've definitely rose to fame for it. Uh, I've got a lot of viral videos out there. I've been doing it for a long time now. This uh this year will will make seven years that I've been doing Peter Griffin now because wow. I started in 2012 at New York Comic Con, which is crazy. I can't believe how time flies. <laughs> it's true. But yeah, I um, I make the YouTube videos. I make people laugh. I uh, I do cameo videos, which are basically like little short shout out videos and stuff. So if you like have people's birthdays coming up or something, you want me to say something as Peter, I can. I'm certainly available for those bookings. Well, that's on Cameo. That's a that's a cool little little thing. And, and like even Snoop Dogg makes Cameo videos, which is pretty insane. Yeah, that's so crazy. I'm in good company, that's for sure. For sure. <laughs> yeah. Man, I should have you do my voicemail. <laughs> yeah. I actually have done my own voicemail. So sometimes my friends tell me not to pick up. <laughs> they call me to listen to the voicemail. <laughs> that's what <laughs> they just want to impress women. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's it. Yeah, I know them. <laughs> that's sweet. Yeah, I realize Peter Griffin here. I'm not here right now. I'm uh, either trying to fix my broken marriage or find a giant chicken. <laughs> Love it. <laughs> you rap bastard. <laughs> you bastard. Oh man, how how man? Have you have you put like? Ah, uh, no. I guess you couldn't. Like, I guess how much of it can you can you do? Uh, without any type of infringement? Because I was thinking, first thing that came to my mind in my head is monetize that, right? Make a ringtone. Yeah. But but then I guess you wouldn't I wouldn't be able to. Yeah, no, I don't think that would. Uh, the, the way I I try to describe it is like think about trying to do that as Mickey Mouse and seeing how fast the mouse will come after you. Yeah, you know? yeah, yeah, <laughs> so that's like, true. Yeah, he's a licensed character, you know. I and I really don't step on their toes because number one, I I don't really don't make money off of this. I, yeah. I, I don't monetize my YouTube or anything. Okay. Yeah. And. It's it's all fall, falls under fair parody because I'm not Peter Griffin. I'm the real life Peter Griffin. My yeah. jokes are my own. I don't steal shit from their show. I don't claim to be a representative of their show. Mm-hmm. And I've pretty much played nice all these years. Yeah, so, no, that's yeah. awesome. They really have no reason to shut me down. No, you're paying homage to them, right? 
So yeah. If anything, I'm free advertisement for the show. There are people that tell me they hate the show, but they watch my shit. That's funny. <laughs> yeah, that's amazing. <laughs> Which is funny to me. It's like, how do I transcend the show that I'm based on? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and everything's backwards, I guess, yeah. in that how world. How did that yeah. happen? <laughs> what, uh, have you ever met Seth before? I have not. No, I think he's trying to avoid me. Yeah. <laughs> he's never called you up and like, stop it. Yeah. <laughs> no, no, thank you. I mean, not yet, anyway. <laughs> that's good. That's good. No, that's I haven't good. hit a decade yet, so we'll see. Yeah. They, I, they canceled Family Guy twice. How many times will, when, how many times they'll try to cancel me? <laughs> yeah, Fox hasn't come running after you yet. <laughs> well, better to ask for forgiveness for permission. Yeah. That, oh, yeah. That's right. It's true. Um, I did notice that uh, they, they did give a shout out to you in uh, in one of the shows, though. They uh, did. They yeah. did. They uh, they acknowledged my existence. So it means I'm fa- I'm like canon on Family Guy now. Yeah, yeah, it's fantastic. I'm tec- I'm te- I technically exist on the show now, which yeah. is kind of surreal. <laughs> I used to watch that back when I was in high school. I used to crack up with my friends all the time. I never really expected to become Peter Griffin. Even when I went to the con, I dressed like him, but I was like, I don't know. People probably aren't going to know who I am. They're going to think I'm like a fat John Lennon or something, or George R. R. Martin. I'm not- <laughs> Fucking millennials. Yeah. No. <laughs> um, but I, uh, I went to the show and uh, I went to the ATM or something. And when the money came out of the machine, I was like, "Oh my god, I won!" And everybody with an earshot just <laughs> just turned around, and that was the birth of Peter Griffin. And I, I, since then, I I haven't been able to go to a show without that costume. <laughs> that's, that's great. That's absolutely amazing, and uh, it's it's really cool to see that you've. Um, you know, you're you've you've teamed up uh, with uh, the real life Lois Griffin. Uh, which oh is... yeah, yeah. Uh, that's my my really good friend Mandy. She's uh, she's pretty incredible. She's a. Uh, I mean, I don't know if you followed any of her other social media pages, but she's a free spirit. She's a freedom fighter. She's an artist. She's uh, the only person crazy enough to to keep up with me <laughs> with <laughs> this cartoon stuff. I mean, we're we're li- literally living cartoons and. Yeah. Uh, I I I think I work best with her from anybody that I've ever worked with. So, how did How did um, you guys we, meet? We do a lot of good stuff. Mm-hmm. We actually met on the internet. Okay, nice. Um, we, we were commenting on something cartoon related, um, and then she um, she had expressed an interest in doing like a, a Lois and Peter shoot. Mm-hmm. So I uh, she had gotten the costume together and everything. But uh, due to scheduling conflicts and stuff, uh, I wasn't able to make it out to her for that photo shoot. So she actually did the shoot on her own. Uh, so she had some some cool shots as Lois. And then fate had it that she ended up moving 20 minutes away from me, oh, like nice. a month a month or two later. And she came over and we went on live on Facebook, and we literally like just synced up exactly you know what we needed to do and and we just comedically worked right away we hit it off as friends and uh and we continue to make stuff now which is pretty crazy that's great man yeah yeah i think one of the first videos i saw in was the uh your your fitness video and oh yeah uh, where she's basically (laughs) shoving broccoli in your face and and, and, my god that was you know what's funny about that scene is I actually had that pictured in my head before we filmed it. And I was like, I know exactly how I need to film this to make it look like it's running in my head. Yeah. And it was hilarious to me. So I was like, I, I know everybody's going to enjoy this. Yeah, and yeah. I ended up working out perfectly. And that's why I enjoy working with her. Because it, it's like she, 90% of my comedy is improv off the cuff. I don't write jokes, really. you know. And, and even when I go to Comic-Con, you'll notice that I'm reacting to the stuff that's around me constantly it's mm. it's jokes about this jokes about that it's not like i'm coming there with like five jokes written down and i'm just telling them at, at different intervals yeah it's it's all reactive stuff yeah and cool. i react well off of her and she reacts well off of me and that's why we work as peter Morris. that's a beautiful uh, form of magic right because i mean it's, it's the best form of comedy that the one that you can just come up with right there oh i can tell already just from being on the cast here so far you know just yeah. him being able to, to squeak in the the quick little quips yeah I, uh, yeah, that's that's a that's, a, that's a, something that uh, right, you don't I'm learn, man. Every other way, so I might as well be quick with comedy. Yeah, you know. <laughs> <laughs> and he does it again. <laughs> Perfect. Um, so we uh, we have a few uh, questions for you. Yeah, absolutely. If you wouldn't sure. mind answering, uh, Matt, you want to take the first? Yeah, one? yeah, okay. I'll jump right in. So, um, we I I guess when did you? St- start doing impressions was this the first one that kind of came organically or were you doing kind of a variation of, of peter's voice before 
uh, you know, the, the, the family guy actually came out. Like how, how did this, this kind of beast come about? So I have always been fascinated with like cartoons and the voices and stuff like that since I was a kid. And, um, I think it was when I was watching E.T., when I was a kid, and I saw that the older brother, if you remember the movie at all, mm-hmm. he does like like Yoda's voice, and yep. I thought that was like the coolest thing ever. And I realized at that moment that like regular people do these these voices, and I I knew I wanted to do that too. So I, even as like a little kid, I would sit there with a with a carrot in my hand watching the Looney Tunes, going, "Yeah, what's up, Doc?" And and it just it it got more and more, and like through like. I would say like my younger years and like middle school, I really kept to myself mostly. But when I got to like high school, that's when I started doing voices for people. And that's when they really started like asking me to, to do more and more. I, I started with Grover and Yoda from, from star Wars and, and then it, it kind of branched. I used to do Elvis Presley and, and, and everybody used to crack up, but, but it wasn't until I went to Comic-Con that day that I really started doing Peter. I, I, I mean, I'm sure hanging out with my friends at some point, I must have done like the voice, but it wasn't like, oh my God, this guy is Peter Griffin until I, I just mm. made it happen, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> it, yeah. Just, it was just a perfect storm thing. And I was like, who can I dress as that it's not going to look ridiculous? I, I don't want to go to New York Comic Con as Fat Goku. It just wasn't going to happen. <laughs> <laughs> but I wanted to wear something that was like, that fit my body type, was, was easily recognizable and would be funny. And I'm all about the comedic value. And I figured Peter Griffin's pretty funny. And I, and I, I think I started doing the voice on the train with some of my friends, and they were cracking up. So that's what got me, maybe gave me the idea while I was at the show. To start entertaining people live, but I never did anything like that in my life before then. Wow, which is like, really funny. It's like pure genius, right? So when that lightning bolt struck, uh, it was like the real Peter Griffin was officially born. That's that was it. Yeah. It was that one moment. Oh my god, I won! Yeah. Those were his first words. <laughs> <laughs> and, and it was Brilliant. like the rest of that Comic Con was just like, oh well, I'm in character now. Yeah. Well, I guess I have to keep this going. You know, and, and it was really funny was before I had started doing the voice and stuff, I was still heavy into like collecting toys at the time and stuff. And you mean you're not I anymore. was about <laughs> opening them. I wasn't about keeping them in the boxes and stuff. Because what's the point? Yeah, yeah. So I was like opening like old toys and stuff at the show. Yeah. And these people were like giving me like dirty looks and stuff for like opening toys. Uh, <laughs> like yeah. how, how how could you? But it was like how am I going to carry all these boxes of shit when I'm going to throw them out anyway? I might as well just carry the toys themselves. I can fit them in my back. Yeah. Yeah. So fast forward, like later in the day, I, I now I'm Peter Griffin mode and they, I had like a posse following me around like that whole day after that. Like, I, like literally crowds of people were just following me everywhere I went. And this one booth asks me to like for an interview. And I'm like, interview who the fuck am i i'm I'm nobody but i guess i'll do what is peter griffin Mm -hmm. yeah so they give me the microphone and i start doing this whole monologue about how people are giving me dirty looks for opening my toys (laughs) and i was like what what, what about remember that that said that cowboy doll was in toy store didn't get open i was like come on you can play with your toy (laughs) (laughs) video of that little monologue thing that i did Ended up getting posted to Reddit about six months later, and it got like a half a million views. And I was wow. like, oh, that's kind of funny, because I thought that was my 15 minutes of fame. I thought that was it. New York Comic Con was over and, and go back to my normal life. Mm-hmm. But after that, I thought, you know, maybe it would be smart to keep the costume with me when I go to cons now. Because I was enjoying going to them, and there was, you know, it wasn't what it is now. It's, it was more affordable and less crowded back mm-hmm. then. And this is like circa 2013. And uh, I brought the co- the costume to a con, and next to where the bathrooms were, where you change, was a, a like the panel room. But they actually had a costume contest going on at the time. And um, I, I jumped on the back of the line to start cracking jokes and stuff. But they actually asked me to keep the crowds entertained while they were trying to figure out who the who the winner was. And I'm like, I never did this before. Was that was that once again back on microphone? Was that recorded? That was recorded. Okay, I I saw that footage. That's awesome. So yeah, so that's what's funny is uh, this this website called Kotaku, I think, or something. 
posted that video of me and it got like a million and a half views. Mm -hmm. And I was like, holy shit. I guess you ad libbed that whole thing. So I made like a a fan page, I think, at that time. I was like, because people wanted to see more. But I didn't really have anything on it yet. But my my buddy Eric that I used to work with uh, hit me up and he's like, listen, you know, these people I went to uh, college with are film students. And they uh, asked if they could, like, follow you around Comic-Con and and see what you do and, like, why you do it. So they interviewed me in my basement. They followed me around Comic-Con. And that video is the one that made me famous. (laughs) Amazing. So it's been, like, incremental, like, like growths from like when i just started doing it as nothing at new york comic con to the point where my friends were following me around and the, and the shit went i don't think it's like at 15 million views now which is insane that is crazy um, uh, 15 million like jesus yeah. that's still a big number you know? <laughs> and it's yeah. pretty wild like <laughs> it seems to be just organic like you're just kind of having fun and messing around and just you know what i mean like yeah a lot of people have to try to get to get that many viewers but well you're, you're so spot on and, and it becomes so naturally fluid and, and again I, i'm assuming that the uh the ability to um just come off the cuff with things uh has really been uh beneficial for you oh yeah no the improv skills and stuff but i think what else resonated with people with that video is that i'm very much real with everything i'm not a bullshit artist and i don't know how to be a bullshit artist when it comes to like real stuff and I, I simply explained what I did and why I did it. And I think a lot of people resonated with what I had to say because it's, it's a form of escapism, you know, because everybody has, you know, their, their lives and, and, and the shit that they go through. And to have something that, that gives you a release or, or some, something to, to get you out of that. I mean, pretending to be somebody else is kind of fun because you kind of get to throw your own problems away and become somebody else and walk in their shoes for a little bit. And that's how it started for me. And uh, Peter's been a part of me now for almost seven years. So it's almost like he's an extension of me at this point. So it almost doesn't feel like escapism anymore. It's like escaping to another part of myself. <laughs> wow. yeah, that's that's an excellent point, actually. Um, we I had a similar conversation on uh, last weekend, actually, uh, that, that kind of went in that direction. And um, we were explaining to, about... Uh, uh, my cousins are really big into fantasy football and I play, I, I just got into it this year and, but I'm usually have been always kind of the, the kid that plays video games and my wife's a big reader and, and we kind of got discussing on, you know, why we do these things, you know, what, 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 um, uh, where do hobbies come from? And, and, and that we kind of ended on that point is that, when I play games, I like escaping into another world and becoming somebody else and, mm-hmm. and, and living life through a different set of eyes. My wife reads for the exact same reason. She likes to become part of the story or, or you know, live vicariously through another. And, and uh, it, it sounds like uh, you're very much fulfilling that, that same kind of manifest destiny. So that's cool. We're all running away from something. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's yeah absolutely. It's true. Um, can you... Uh... <laughs> so where was the most inappropriate place or time that you've done the Peter voice? Uh, probably at a wake. Oh, <laughs> yeah. I just, you know, it's funny. I had a feeling that answer was coming, but I, d- I didn't think it'd go there. <laughs> you could only hope. So here's, here's a really funny story. <laughs> my, my, my brother. This is this is really you can't. This is the kind of comedy you can't write. My brother is actually a funeral director. (laughs) (laughs) And I was visiting him at work one day because I just happened to be like up the road from where he works. And there was a there was a wake going on, and it just so happened that the people, uh, the family, were fans of mine. (laughs) Oh. And the whole family's losing their minds that I'm in the middle of their their, their grandmother's wake. <laughs> when I tell you that the entire family took pictures with me, <laughs> including including the children. Oh wow! Laying in the coffin. Did you get like a <laughs> Did you get a, a thumbs up selfie with grandma done. or what? <laughs> It's like, do you take a death card? Are they like Pokemon? Do you have to collect them like when you go, you know? You battle this gym. Here's a death card. Oh, wow. Catch them all, you know? Uh, That's got to be the best funeral ever. Oh, my God. Oh, 
my god. Yeah, but that was uh that was probably the worst place I've ever done Peter Griffin. It <laughs> uh, sounds like it worked out though, yeah. which is pretty pretty cool. Pretty so cool. I remember even saying, like, we're posing with an entire picture of the family. And I'm like, hey, remember that time Peter Griffin showed up at Grandpa's? <laughs> <laughs> Everybody was dying, dude. You must have, yeah. But you gotta think, like, you must have made their day so much better. That's awesome. Oh yeah, no, we we were all in stitches. But like, I was like, God, my life. What am I doing? (laughs) That's wonderful. We've now had two celebrities on the show that have said the same thing, right? (laughs) (laughs) That's wonderful. He's like, now I just drive around looking for funerals. <laughs> That's it. Now I want to rent a lease and yeah, yeah, yeah. A, a, a hearse. Well, you have the, you have the <laughs> hookup. the windows and blast another one bites the dust. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I can shit. only hope my funeral will go that well. <laughs> oh, my oh man. Well, I just saw this meme. Oh, my God. It was horrible. It was like a, a picture of like a coffin falling out of the back of a, of, of a hearse. And it's his dad's second car accident. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, shit. Oh, that's so good, though. Oh, my God. Yeah, I love that's... dark humor. God forgive me. Oh, oh yeah, yeah. So good. You know what's yeah. going to happen? I'm going to get to the pearly gates, and Jesus is just going to sit there and show me all the memes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah. It'll be a it'll be a scroll of shit that you should like you shouldn't have laughed at. Remember how many times you told that Helen Keller joke? <laughs> <laughs> oh, my uh, God. speaking of Helen Keller, why can't Helen Keller drive? Why? Because she's dead. <laughs> uh, uh, nobody ever expects it. No, <laughs> love it. Uh. <laughs> Um, I, I, I'll, I'll throw in the next question. Eh? Yeah. Um, what, uh, do you have a time when, you know, you did, uh, your impressions or your voices and it just, just to, to dead silence, like they just didn't get it or didn't understand the reference. Uh, I could think of one time and this was really funny. Uh, I was on an elevator with a guy that clearly didn't know who Peter Griffin was. So I just decided to have fun with it. And, um, this was at Dragon Con, which is in Atlanta, Georgia. And basically this con is run out of like five different hotels. And I was staying at one of the hotels at the time. And there are like regular people there too. So they're kind of confused as to what the fuck is going on. <laughs> what the... Yeah. So I'm wearing like semi-normal clothing, you know, considering. You know, I don't look like some kind of like like Power Ranger or something. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Looks like you haven't so, stepped off a Narnia or this anything. This guy's just standing there and I'm... And, He's just looking at me. I was like, "Hey, you going here, I'm Peter," and he's like, "Hey, I'm Phil." And it took everything in me not to start laughing. <laughs> oh, that's great. Oh. Well, Phil, if you hear the oh, so show, funny. yeah, yeah, Phil, if you hear the show, uh... <laughs> hey, Phil, remember, remember that time we rode the elevator? <laughs> really had our ups and downs, didn't we? <laughs> That's awesome. Um, okay, so um, what other impressions do you do? Oh man, it's it's a shorter list of ones I don't. Okay, how about how about uh, I, uh, top five? What's that? Would it, would it be easier to do top five? Your top five favorite. <coughs> top five favorites. Yeah. Well, I love doing like Patrick and SpongeBob for kids. Okay, yeah, okay. that's like usually the one that they can. They can easily identify because you know a lot of kids don't watch Family Guy. But, yes, but uh, they they still come up to me at conventions like I'm a rock star because they can see people <laughs> taking pictures with me. Yeah, so I'll give them a little something that they can go with. Yeah, you know, I usually throw out the little, "Hey, Patrick, are you angry too?" Yeah. <laughs> What's the matter? Can't see my forehead. <laughs> Dude, that amazing. It's so good. Yeah, it's so I, good. I saw the the uh the video where you uh you basically crank called the the restaurant cuz they had Krabby Patties. Oh yeah, yeah. And that was, that was priceless. <laughs> yeah, I heard you had Krabby Patties. <laughs> oh my god. You should see Matt's face right now. <laughs> I'm like a kid in a candy store. <laughs> 
<laughs> it, wasn't. it wasn't me, Krabs. I wanted two. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, man. oh my God! You're totally making Max yeah, Day. You look like a child this. across here. <laughs> I love impressions, man. It's yeah. it's uh, yeah. So this is making my day for sure. I love doing Randy Savage too, the wrestler. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If you guys know who that the is, macho the, uh, <clears throat> I can't help myself. Every time I see like somebody cosplaying him, I it's just it's like Randy Savage's soul comes into me, and I just can't help it. I can't help but do it. Oh yeah! <laughs> Funky like a monkey's piece is the place that sky's the limit. Sour power to sweet to be sour. Oh yeah! <laughs> That's how, amazing. How, how do you walk into a, a convenience store and not like sit next to the counter and start doing that next to the Slim Jims? <laughs> I would die I, every time I do it. Every time. <laughs> every time. I can't see Slim Jims without going. Oh yeah! Snap into a Slim Jim. <laughs> That's amazing, man. So good. It's funny though, because so I watched Randy Savage growing up because I grew up in the Hulk Hogan era, right? But every time I think of a Randy Savage impression, I always think of him in Spider Man when he's bone saw. Mm -hmm. Oh yeah, that's right. And he does his bone saw is ready. Yes, I got you for three minutes. Three minutes of play time. Oh man, that's (laughs) yes, yes, that was beautiful. Thank you for doing that. So good. (laughs) So good. Oh, man. Uh, nice outfit. Did your husband make it for you? <laughs> <laughs> yes. Uh, such a good movie. Uh, those movies are a classic. I, I I hate people that hate on Well, at least the first two. The third one was a complete travesty. Okay. Yeah, that's, that's true. We, that's should we talk just talked about this, actually, last yeah. episode. Yeah, last episode, we completely should talk that. So. Yeah. The <laughs> third movie was garbage. Yeah. Yeah. I, I love the first. Uh, but I love, I love Willem Dafoe, so I can't. I right? can't hate yeah. the first movie. Yeah, yeah, it's true. Boom. I'm a big fan of Willem Dafoe. Man, Boondock Saints, oh, oh. my all-time favorite movie. Oh yes, it was a fire. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so good. He he truly is such a a, a wonderful creepy persona he's pretty like, picky too like i from what i've heard he's picky in his roles but yeah i mean well i mean he's clearly made some good decisions yeah 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 <laughs> yeah he's he's probably made enough cash he doesn't have to worry now i i, I want to be that point where like I, I never have to be hey what happened to rob well he did like two movies and he retired forever yeah it's great yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well there's his yacht wave Wait. <laughs> I'm gonna be like Rick Moranis. People are gonna be like, "What the fuck happened?" To him? Oh my god! Yeah. <laughs> Do you actually know what happened to Rick Moranis? Yeah, unfortunately, actually, it's really sad. His, I think, his wife actually passed away from cancer, and he just decided to like quit acting and take care of his son. Yeah, yeah. I, I didn't know that. And, like, I just, just found that out. His kid, but like. But that's the dream, to be able to make so much money off of movies that you never have to do it again, and nobody ever has to question where you are. Right. Like, he, he literally made enough money to be able to support his family and be there for them. And that's, yeah. like, the goal. Yeah, that's yeah. amazing. It's absolutely amazing. I didn't even know that. Like, I Ashley just told me, and I'm pretty media-centric. Like, I try to research things. and, yeah. and... In fact, from what I heard, I think the only t- – he's only come out of retirement, like, quote-unquote. Uh, like once or twice since, and I, I think one of them was like maybe three or four years ago. He teamed up with that other dude that he used to be on SCTV with for the the, the Canadian dude. Oh that they used yeah, to for like. Bob and Doug. Bob and Doug. Uh, and they and they actually did a live performance of them for a charity because I think that the guy he used to do it with kid died of some kind of disease. Ah, so they were wow. doing a charity for that. Yeah. So he came out of retirement to do that that one charity. Bob event. and Doug McKenzie. And I also yeah. saw that he did a couple of con appearances like a year or two ago. Okay, yeah, that'd be. Uh, you but know, other what? than that, he's just been chilling. With, with the uh, with the new new reboot of Ghostbusters uh, with Bill Murray uh, and and Dan Aykroyd coming in, I, I kind of hope they maybe he'll he'll grace us with uh, one more screen time. That would be cool. Yeah, yeah. I don't. It wouldn't be the same without him. Even yeah. if he showed up as a huge slur. Yeah, <laughs> that's right. Yeah. That would be fantastic. <laughs> he just has to voice it. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> Perfect. Oh, man. So uh, we're going to get into um, the uh, the next part of our episode, which we call the rapid fire questions. Uh, so what we're going to do is uh, Matt is going to ask you 20 questions and uh, you just come up with the first thing that comes off the top of your head. All right, let's do this. Okay, let's get ready. 
And here we go. Favorite movie of all time? Star Wars. PS4, Xbox, or Switch? PS4. Favorite food? Pizza. Favorite president? Uh, Teddy Roosevelt. Favorite Marvel character? Thor. Favorite 90s dance song? Oh, God. Uh, I don't know. It's electric. (laughs) (laughs) Favorite DC character? Uh, Batman. Age you lost your virginity? Oh, God. Uh, I don't know. 16, I think. (laughs) PC or Mac? Uh, Mac. iPhone or Android? iPhone. Poutine or fish and chips? Fish and chips. <laughs> Oprah Winfrey, Rosie O'Donnell, Ellen, De- Ellen DeGeneres. You got a sex one, kill one, marry one. Go. Um, I got to marry Ellen DeGeneres just because. <laughs> I'd be miserable for both of us. <laughs> That's what true marriage is. <laughs> I'll fuck Oprah for the money. Yep. And, and who was the other one? Rosie O'Donnell. Yeah, we'll just kill her. Ah, sweet. <laughs> <laughs> Eminem or Drake? Who? Eminem. <laughs> Good. What's your spirit animal? Uh, my spirit animal? Uh, I would say a Snorlax. <laughs> Weirdest secret talent? Weirdest secret talent? Uh, I can make the sound of a kazoo without a kazoo. <laughs> That's awesome. Really better, better villain, Joker or Thanos? Thanos. Favorite sport? Uh, football. Have you ever been hanging out with friends and you're rocking some new pants and then you ask your friends if they like your pants and they say, dude, those are ladies' pants, and then you realize you're wearing ladies' pants? Yes. <laughs> Boxers or briefs? Boxers. And favorite podcast you've been on in the last 12 hours? This one. <laughs> Excellent. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Perfect. Um, that That's uh, wonderful. We, um, we do have um, a... Um, uh, a question, of course, from uh, our uh, our last guest, which was actor uh, stuntman Jeff Scavell, and uh, he asks you, which video game slash movie, television, or comic book villain is most misunderstood and you most relate with? Most misunderstood and most relate with, yes. like like two different people or the one that I, I just like, like I have to combine that into both into one. I think it's both into one is it's what it sounded like. Okay. Um, Cause I would say the most misunderstood I don't relate to, but I would say the most misunderstood is Mr. Freeze. Okay. Okay. Yeah. yeah. That's a good answer. Yeah. Victor Freeze. Cause I think Mr. Freeze like, like, yeah, he's done some like extreme shit, but like he was pushed into that. And like, at the end of the day, he's just trying to save his wife. Yes, and that's that's not wrong. No, nope. and even Batman knows that's not wrong. You do anything for your. I family. mean, yeah, he was pushed over over the edge, and he like got pushed into that like ice shit, and now he's got to wear that costume and all that stuff. I don't, I don't, I'm not gonna lie; that would probably grind my gears too. Yep. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> and, well, I think and, he's the most misunderstood. Yeah, and who's your, who's your relatable? Relatable. I'm trying to think, like, like you know, like maybe Venom. Ah, I like maybe that Venom. Because like Venom's been kicked around and shit, and I can understand why. Like, like Eddie Brock would be like pissed about somebody that like kind of stole the job that they worked hard for, and the only reason that Peter Parker has that job is not because he's a phenomenal photographer, but because he is fucking Spider-Man. Yes, exactly. Yeah, You know? Kind of so, like, it's kind of, like, unfair that Eddie Brock, who actually worked hard to get the shit that he did, like, to get, like, the shaft, and then, like, like, the symbiote suit was kind of, like, dejected, because, like, it, I thought it, like, had a great relationship with Spider-Man. Mm-hmm. And, and... Spider-Man kind of kicked him to the curb. So it was just kind of like a double whammy of like, wow, we just got rejected by the same bitch. Let's team up. (laughs) That's right. right. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. It's perfect. I I would say my most relatable villain is the Hamburglar. (laughs) Hamburglar. Yeah. I'm down with Grimace. You know? (laughs) 
<laughs> do, do you know there actually is something like, like Grimace? Um, is there, there's a name for what he is? No. Yeah. What is he? He is a purple saurus. Sh- or no, a purple shakeosaurus rex. Shakeosaurus. Apparently. Apparently, yeah. He's a purple shakeosaurus rex. Like based on a he's real a purple, thing. He's a, he's a purple drink. I, I guess. I don't know. I don't know if it was Purple supposed to be drink. like a, 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 a <laughs> I don't know if he was supposed to be like a cross between like a dinosaur and, and the time milkshakes started coming out. I There's a reason why they were extinct. There were some things we shouldn't know. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> oh Back then, everybody was getting high. I think one of the most incredible pictures I've ever seen in my life. Was a picture of Grimace with Randy Savage. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, standing here with the giant diamond tap. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, that oh, is amazing. That's fantastic. Off medicine and steroids. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, perfect. <laughs> so we're at the uh, the end of our show, but we want to give you a chance to uh, to boost uh, whatever kind of social medias or uh, things that uh, you're passionate about right now. Cool, thank you. So um, right now, I've been making content on both um, Instagram, which is under actually my real name at Rob Franzese. That's R O B F R A N Z E S E. Uh, on Facebook, I'm The Real Life Peter Griffin, and also on YouTube, The Real Life Peter Griffin. And then I think on Cameo, which is the website where I can do the little shout-out videos, mm-hmm. that's also just under Real Life Peter Griffin. Perfect. Great. Oh, and I've also been Twitch streaming. That's right. Um, I fell off for the last couple of weeks because I've just been over-swamped with, with other side projects and stuff. But uh, I've been trying to Twitch stream Final Fantasy on the PlayStation 4, uh, Final Fantasy 7 specifically. That's fantastic. And nice. uh, and I might start doing a World of Warcraft series. I'm I'm thinking of doing Warcraft Wednesdays. Cool. Well, Matt, Matt's down on that one. Yeah. <laughs> I play retail and classic. And Twitch is yeah. real life Peter Griffin. One word. Perfect. Perfect. Do you um do you actually uh, uh when you're Twitch streaming do you, do you Twitch stream as Peter Griffin? Uh, I have and I have not. Um, it's definitely tough to, to keep commentary when you're, when you're trying to concentrate on a video game too. Yeah. So sometimes when I'm, especially when I'm playing Final Fantasy, cause I had never played it before. So like my, my playthrough on Twitch is my very first playthrough ever. Okay. So, um, it's been a challenge trying to like concentrate and commentate, but World of Warcraft is a game I'm much more familiar with. So I think that would be a hell of a lot funnier for me to, to stream. And uh, I have my character. See, I'm 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 gonna essentially be restarting the very first character that I ever played, um, which was a human paladin, because I named him Thor Odinson. I always loved Thor and stuff, and yeah. there were no video games, so that's how I actually started playing WoW. And I, I remember having a lot of funny adventures long before I was ever famous. So if I could, if I can make <laughs> Thor my my my, which is another another chapter of my life, famous, that that would be pretty funny. <laughs> That's amazing, man. Are you going to play classic or uh, retail? Yeah, yeah, we're going classic with nice. this one because I, 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 I'm a sucker for the classics too, and I miss the old Dead Mines. <laughs> oh yeah, and all the old raids and stuff. I mean, they they changed everything after Cataclysm and gave everything a, a facelift, which I can understand because let's face it, the game's been out for a long fucking time now. But yeah, I uh, it's just nice to have the option to go back because I remember back when I was playing heavy in the Lich King days, there used to be like people that would make their own like WoW classic servers and then and then Blizzard would shut them down. And people would get upset, which I can understand. Yeah. But now that the Blizzard has like official servers of their own, I know a lot of the old WoW heads went back, oh, and it's yeah. uh, it's it's kind of I'm I'm kind of excited. I like to jump on every once in a while, play Apex Legends, and and pretend that I'm I'm Cleveland Brown. <laughs> I'd be running you know away. Funny from... <laughs> is I, I when I when I played uh, Far Cry Five. Do you, you ever play Far Cry Five? I did. Yeah. yeah. That was actually a really good game, but like I made my character black because it made the most sense because it's a black guy putting up with all this white people bullshit, right? Yeah, and it makes the game that much more enjoyable. Yeah. So I promise, if you go through five, Far Cry Five, 
make your character a black character, and it just all makes so much more sense. Jump more into that realism again. Oh, totally, that man. We talked about in one of the earlier episodes of, of uh, video games and, and trying to, to get that in a little bit more real life. But uh, Three and five yeah. were my two favorites. Yeah. yeah. So. I, I Far Cry 5 was really fun. In fact, it's, it's one of four games in the world that I've ever platinum. Oh, wow. Oh, nice. That's amazing. I, I think for me, when, when I'm playing, it's just generally when I start getting shot at by, like, some heavy guns and stuff, I'm just like, no, 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 no. <laughs> <laughs> Why is this happening to me? <laughs> I really need to stop taking baths during Peter shenanigans. <laughs> <laughs> mm, mm, mm. Oh, the two years. The two years. Excellent. <laughs> well, this is a, a time for us to quickly do a, a shout out of our social media. So we have our uh, our email is uh, the fat podcast at gmail.com. We've got uh, our Twitter, which is the fat four. Our Instagram is the fat podcast. Uh, Facebook, the freaking awesome podcast. And of course, our website is the fap.ca. And uh, if you get a chance to jump over to our website, uh, we'll also put a, uh, a nice little bio up of uh, Robert there so you can uh, check out uh, some of his stuff and uh, we'll put some uh, links to his social media as well. Absolutely. And if you like what Freaking you hear, awesome. all we ask is that uh, you tell two friends. <laughs> Excellent. Tell everybody gets one. Right. Yeah. <laughs> that's uh, that's amazing. Well, uh, maybe you can do us a, a quick uh, freaking awesome podcast, uh, Ella Peter Griffin. We'll we'll tag that as maybe as our uh, end of our show uh, fun time. You got it. Hey, listen, guys, it's a real life Peter Griffin here on a freaking awesome podcast. Freaking sweet. <laughs> <laughs> that's great that's great <laughs> awesome. well thank you very much robert we really appreciate you uh giving us some of your time and uh we'll definitely try to uh, follow up with you uh and uh see how your uh your thor odinson uh, stream goes awesome thank you so so much for having me on thank you take care guys take care bye